Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to the Magician's After Show sing-along episode. Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. We have special guest Rizwan Manjin, otherwise known as Tick Pickwick, and we're going to talk about this crazy sing-along episode. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. Did any of you guys sing along? No. Uh, Did I think I, I sing right the second time I watched it. I sung right at the end, yeah. only because there's a certain part of the song that I really like. But yeah. no one will ever hear me sing. That. You watched it <laughs> twice already. Yeah. 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 I watch it once and then I watch it again to be like, did I miss anything? So. Oh, that's two more times than I had a chance to watch it because I was working. It's totally oh, cool. Uh, now I'm really scared that I'm going to miss something. No, it's totally fine. Uh, welcome to the Magicians After Show. Today we're talking about All That Josh, episode 9. And as you can see, we have special guest Rizwan Manji. Welcome. Yay! Yes. Thank you. Uh, my name's Carrie Lane, and I'm also joined by my awesome host. Hi, guys. I'm tired. I'm eating in snow. <laughs> Um, so this episode, we get our musical episode. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, I didn't, I'm going to say, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to call it a musical episode because it's not True. like, um, it's not like Once More With Feeling, like Buffy yeah. or, or I'm blanking on every other type of musical episode. But so it was more of like, this is an episode where the actors occasionally are inclined to sing and it's a part of like the character storyline and that's cool because it just didn't feel like it wasn't like all of a sudden i don't know usually when there's a musical well it's not like high school musical where they burst out into song for no reason it yeah. has a purpose well, in this yeah well it's not like they're telling the story necessarily ah, through the music yes. like it's just mm-hmm. like they do a number and it wasn't something where music was written for this specific episode. It's music that's already, like, pop contemporary. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was okay. I'm not... I'm really nitpicky about musicals. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, that's why I'm going to be like, I'm just going to call it not a musical episode, but an episode with music in it. Yes. No, that's a good way to frame it, because yeah. it isn't musical where, like, the song... Like, the style where someone looks off longingly, and then they burst into song or something yeah. like that. It's all very functional. Like, Glee goes between performance and the uh, emotional, yeah. random singing. Uh, I liked it. I don't think it was amazing song-wise, but I like that they sounded like normal people singing. Like, mm-hmm. definitely there were people that stood out. Mm-hmm. Um talent wise of like vocal and I'm no singer but I'm not I'm not really gonna judge but they just sounded like a regular person and I, mm-hmm. I felt that was more relatable um the song choices were pretty good I don't think I was necessarily blown away but uh loved under pressure at the end mm-hmm. totally worked and I was singing yeah. along I'm watching it here at the studio and I'm like okay I'm gonna mm-hmm. just lip sync it mm-hmm. here but uh it it really worked with the how it's supposed to be the unity of everything. Did you find it yeah. in comparison to la- you might remember last season's episode, the Les Mis episode? Yeah, that, see that I one I liked really more. liked that one. Yeah, yeah, that but, was just one, and that one was not. I would say the same because yeah. it was just yeah. one song. Yeah, 
and in a in a, in a whole show. Yeah, um, different from uh, you know, like musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really liked that one, and it made sense. And it was, um, you know, it's all incorporated with with magic, so it yeah. makes sense that they have to start singing. Yes. Um, but I understood like what that song was was doing yes. and its intention, and I understood what Under Pressure was doing at the end. Mm-hmm. All the other songs, I was kind of like. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we got to hear Jade sing. We did. She was really good. <laughs> I w- I'm I'm uh, I, I have done burlesque dance in my past, and I was like, it would just be nice. It would, I would be just as happy just having a burlesque show. Like I think that's like yeah. fascinating as well. But that's me. I enjoyed the burlesque <laughs> yeah. of it. I was like, oh, fun. Yeah. Like that's I wasn't expecting that, but it works with her character. Yeah. I just didn't understand that. The, that particular song usage, but that's yeah. also because I don't know that song. I, that was, I assume because so, even if you don't know a song, it's nice if it still grabs you because you can be like, mm. "Oh, I've never heard this," but be like interested. But mm. that, yeah, the song didn't do it me for me. I'm bummed we didn't get to hear you sing. I, yeah, I yeah. think I sang last season, and then they were like, <laughs> "Maybe not again." No, <laughs> no. yeah, no, no. Uh, I as I was telling you, for whatever reason, for somebody who's not a singer. Mm-hmm. I've sang on two different shows, so you know, maybe <laughs> yeah, there, maybe there's another show that I'll sing on as well. You just well. <laughs> never know when they're going to hit you with that "Can you carry a tune?" question. Yeah, and, you're like, oh. and the other and in the other show, I sang a Whitney Houston song. Wow, completely off key, I think. But anyway, was it? I want to dance. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, yeah that's the in hardest an Indian one. accent. I sang. I want to dance with somebody in an Indian accent, and then I had to be off key. At some oh point. gosh, it was, why? It was wonderful. Well, there was a line at the end with, okay. where they mentioned how I was off key. So okay. Okay. it was it was easy for me to be off key since I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget who's uh, – we do have a live chat up, by the way. So if you are watching this live, feel free to join us in the chat. Um, and if you're watching it later, please comment down below your thoughts on the episode. Uh, now, I saw on Twitter, and I'm afraid I forget who which uh, magician's account did it, but if you had to start singing a song – to like get these bad guys, so in, you were able to catch the episode. Yeah. So there's a part where they no, have to start so well. singing to like get these bad guys away from them. Essentially, like on the spot, what song would you start singing? What? Like on Twitter, they go, "Okay, if you had to start singing a song, what would you make? What would you do to make them stop?" Because we get Alice going "Happy Birthday," which is probably one of the easiest songs you could sing. Um, I guess my my karaoke picks when I do karaoke are Head Over Feet by Alanis Morissette and Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. So nice. that would be one of the two. <laughs> I would start singing a Bollywood song. Yay! Which one? And then really confused them. No, I think they're awesome. And I'm curious. I'm like, which it's one? Like, I watch Bollywood. You so do? I'm like, yeah, I love What's Bollywood. What's your favorite Bollywood song? Uh, the newer one that came out on... Um, uh, uh, my uh, Vaj, the w- the whistle one where he has the flute oh. at the beginning, and anyway, this is a whole other discussion. Well, we'll have to sidebar this, guys. Yeah. We'll my daughter's on favorite later. Bollywood song is Daisy Girl. Do you know? That oh song? yeah, that one's great. Come on. Yes, that's classic. <laughs> um, mine. Yeah, I uh, someone on Twitter did that too. They're like, if you could sing every any word to all songs, I'd be like, yeah, Baby Got Back. I can sing that one, <laughs> and Bloodhound Gang. Um, bad, bad. Bad touch. Thank you. Yeah, I can sing that. Yeah, that one, I'm like, because <laughs> those aren't really singing, too. It's more talking. 
Oh, they're yeah, they're rap. So yeah, so that's, it's easier. <laughs> I'm not actually good. Those are the only yeah. two songs I can rap. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Nass in the chat says, I was hoping that Quentin would start singing a Taylor Swift song randomly to distract. <laughs> Pretty sure we learned that's a little over their budget because they talked about that at Comic-Con yeah. that they were like, nope. Well, that's that's a huge deal. Yeah. Getting yeah. the rights to songs. Yes. You know, Taylor is what no, you can use. You're not. She's very yes. expensive. I, I was thinking about how the songs were maybe not like super stunning. I enjoyed having so many dancers, though. That earlier scene where there's like all them in the physical kids' mm-hmm. house dancing. I was like, yay, dancing. So I was excited by that. Uh, but it's, it's the La La Land move. It's You cover up the fact that like the actors are like, uh, okay, singers with really fascinating dancers. Is it hairography, though? Because then they're not really dancing well. That's the fake way when you're flipping the hair. No, you get like <laughs> Yeah, they were good dancers. Yeah, no. Like La La Land, that opening act, I was like, oh, this is like a musical. And then I got into the movie, I was like, mm. is it though? Is yeah. It? La La Land? Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the it's interesting, like all, for all this hype though, at the beginning it starts kind of heavy because the end we have the mirror bridge destruction, and I wasn't here last week to talk about, but mm-hmm. oh, visual and that was stunning. Yeah. And Major Downer, do we really think Harriet and Victoria are dead, gone, like done? Um. Hmm. I mean, according to Alice, yes, but you know, I'm sure there's things that she doesn't know. So, and it's essentially. Like a void, right? So you don't necessarily disappear in a void. You just can't get outside of it. So yeah. there's a possibility they're still there. Yeah. I think. Maybe. That's, that's kind of what I thought, too, because I was like, maybe they're not. Um, I do like that the book had the musical notes that they're medieval and Katie, like, showing Alice up of, like, uh, you're playing in the wrong key. Yeah. With the, yeah, I didn't know that. That Oh, the, the, what, oh, my God. What's the, what's C key called? It's the. The major? No, the whatever. Oh, I can't. I don't know. But that made more sense. Oh, it doesn't start with C. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. it made more sense, though, like hearing it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I imagine more the deeper tone of the music. Because mm-hmm. they start playing the piano and like they play it in key, A key and it's like high. And then Katie's like, no, it's it in starts in C. And so it's like, dar, dar, dar. And mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, that totally makes way more sense. Uh, what do we think, Alice, is do we really believe her motive for the library of like just filling in her knowledge it just seems so sketch and she just seems vague about telling quentin what she was getting that i'm like I'm suspicious um i think we saw what she was kind of like we didn't see her agree to work with like li- li- with the librarian mm-hmm. so we we have an idea of of what she's thinking about and how she wants to sorry mm-hmm. i'm really tired so if i don't make mm. any sense tonight uh, <laughs> uh um that she wants to basically find like the yeah. Universal, the universal something of magic, the universal. Law. Yes, yeah, I don't know. This it's is okay. la- that's last episode, so yeah, I'm no, not going to say that I remember exactly what it was. But I, you know, I think he's right to to be distrustful because she has yet to prove herself mm-hmm. to be trustworthy. Yeah, but uh, Prinzger in the chat says we don't trust her. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, grand unified theory of magic. Grand unified. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, though, we have. Oh, the crazy world. Did you figure out what it was early on? Like, or did you have any suspicions on what this? So they get transported magically, sort Mm -hmm. of. um, And then we get all the musical numbers with Josh and Todd, Mm -hmm. who I was super, like, don't trust Todd as soon as, like, he was doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, like, he was too confident to actually be the real Todd. Because the real Todd's always kind of (laughs) like... Like you've a little just, more awkward. Like having sex with 
the Mark Gollum. Yeah. And, and not really, you know, yes. doesn't know how to keep a secret. Um, so that guy was like, and kudos to the actor who plays Todd, because you could tell just by his physicality that he was not actually Todd. Yeah. Um, I thought he did a great job then, because I immediately was like, ooh, mm-hmm. you're you're different. Yeah, it, it seems like a, a like a... Um, pocket universe. I've been watching yeah. probably too much Flash lately, but mm-hmm. uh, that's what I was kind of getting. I was like, oh, okay, so they're not, they can't figure out because Alice is trying to figure out where they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, they don't seem to have an idea of where they stand in like time yep. and space, so they're probably something that, that exists outside. Yeah. And whoever's impersonating Todd is probably in charge of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of was like, oh, it's kind of like the Bacchus party, but everything seems off. Like it was creepy. You know, like, the Bacchus mm-hmm. party was fun, and immediately yeah. you're like, this is great, but Todd and Josh's party, I'm like, something's weird. And those yeah. creepy people. Well, it was a little too happy. Yeah. You know, there's... Yeah. <laughs> that's my... I don't know. Whenever people are really happy, I'm, I get suspicious. I'm like, this is... A little too Stafford wifey. Like, yeah. Like, you're not really happy. <laughs> you're just kind of yeah. doing the, like, like actions of yeah. happy. So that made sense. And... Mm-hmm. And the, like, the magic's back, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, just party tricks and alcohol and marijuana. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't a bad party, but it's not what they want. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I, I have my note. Don't trust Todd. Yep. Um, then we also kind of jump, and I love, I really enjoy the storyline with Fen and Julia and the fairy mm-hmm. in this one. And I'm so, I Sky. called it, the fairies were slaves, and... I wasn't here a couple of weeks, so that yeah. was my theory early on. I was like, those fairies are slaves. Those things we don't see, it's fairies. And I was like, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. um. And no Candace Kane this week, which was sad. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. so amazing. Hopefully she'll come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's cool to see other fairies and, yeah. like, how they look and behavior. Because yeah. then it really is, like, you can tell the species. This world, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's very much like a structure to it. I mean, it's something of, um, I really liked the dynamic between Sky and and Fen and just how, mm-hmm. like, there's such a distrust there, but obviously Sky is, is not, doesn't have any, like, evil intentions mm-hmm. and isn't even aware. Yeah. So, and we talked a, a little bit last uh, last episode about, like, the, just, like, the, the um, oh, gosh, words. Uh the just like the storyline of the of the fairies being enslaved and like mm-hmm. what that means for like what they're doing actually in uh, Fillory, yeah. like what their intentions are and how that kind of changes the, the dynamic of things and how they kind of um, making it something where Sky isn't even really aware that she's a slave and like mm-hmm. how that kind of is like a ties into like how people use real actual mm-hmm. slavery in real life and so how pe- people are just raised into it and believing that you know, the things that are not in the best interest of them are, are normal. Oh yeah. No, she's totally like, she's brainwashed and you like listening to her talk, you go, Mm -hmm. Whoa, what happened? And then, then we learn what it was. Um, I like though, then it, it does kind of interesting, um, parallels and side note, kind of rewind Carmen, the chat point out interesting foreshadow when they do the smoke boat to the ship at the end flying essentially. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Uh, When they're at the party, um, Quentin essentially takes the smoke mm -hmm. and makes a boat, Mm -hmm. and it essentially flies through the air. Mm -hmm. And then we get the boat at the end flying through the air. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Good job, guys. (laughs) Um, Then, oh, yeah. I love that you guys are getting a full discussion in the chat of uh, 
possibilities with Juliet, which we'll definitely get to. Um, amazing. I can't concentrate because I'm like yeah, reading yeah. all of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is, you guys are very good. At, I'm so like, <laughs> I'm like, there's what's, what's happening. This is like so much stuff. That's no, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. When we have our full panel, it's, it's a little bit easier because we can, because like, you can like look over we'll there. Be talking like, and then we'll, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. I always like to point out that there's a board over there because we like, if you guys are like, what is she looking at? They're like that. Um, yeah, we're getting with Juliet. All right. Uh, Kyle says, now this guy's aware of her magic. I wonder how she'll face a woman who's been torturing her, even if they set Faye... Oh, even if that'll set Faye on fairies being evil or vengeful. So, interesting. Oh, AK, ABK88 is Julia, like Khaleesi, breaker of chains. We'll get to that also, because that's a good theory. Hmm. Uh, so, the conversation, though, with Fen and Julia of, like, the fairies are different here. So, that's mm. an interesting thing of, like, this group has a has done wrong to you but this is a different branch of them because it totally understandable for fen to not trust them and not really want to help you like they've ruined my life in her her eyes well not Mm -hmm. ruined her life but definitely destroyed a big part of her life um but i like julia playing the devil's advocate of like well these ones are different they're clearly not the same Mm -hmm. mindset because, yeah, I agree. Uh, Sky just has no, doesn't seem to have any evil intention at all. Even if she figures out the magic. She wasn't like, yes, I have it back. And is like mm-hmm. creepy. She just was like, she seems so innocent and pure. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of curious on like, are all fairies like that? Like, is our evil fairy queen more the evil fairy queen? Because we don't know her motives. I don't think she's evil. And okay. I've been kind of on that yeah. boat for a while. I was like, I don't really think she's evil. I just don't think... We understand all of her intentions. Yeah. And it, there's something about when you know that the fairies are um, enslaved in certain regions, mm-hmm. there is something that makes sense of them wanting to to kind of slowly infiltrate Fillory and basically create like a fairy army. Like you kind of understand, oh, okay. I want to well, say something, but I can't. Oh, no. Oh, so I was like, oh, oh, I should. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm so nervous that I'm going to say something and then I'm going to get like a text going, what are you taught? You cannot say this. No, so yeah. Man, yeah. Continue. I'm just going to listen and I'm going to be like, mm-hmm, that's so no, interesting yeah. that you thought yeah. that. No, yeah, I know. There was like a really cool moment when uh, Joshua Butler was here where I said, oh yeah, they're totally snoring fairy dust. And he was yeah. sitting there and his head what do you went, say? He was like, <laughs> I know. Ah. It's but you can tell he was like trying not to. I was like, yeah, I know. Well, that I, was know a, I like that twist because yeah. I totally, yeah, was right on the money of the, it's, uh, the fairies are slaves. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that they were being broken down while they're alive and made into mm-hmm. that. I mean, we just found out this week that George Washington's teeth were from slaves. So it wasn't like mind blowing. <laughs> Wasn't that the wooden teeth thing? Yeah, that they weren't wooden teeth, that they were actually the teeth of of his slaves. Oh, fun. He would extract and put it in his mouth. And that's what his dentures were made of. Fun. Oh, my. Yeah. Creepy. So it wasn't that, you know. I mean, it's not one of those, like, you know, oh my goodness, shocking, but it is one of those, like, oh, this goes darker. And Yeah. yeah, I then I was thinking, I'm like, so wait, is our fairy queen. Exactly, raising mm-hmm. the army so that she can go back to Earth and rescue them. But are there other enslaved fairy groups? Because we don't really know that yet, right? We just know about this group. Um, yeah, we don't know if, like if, if that's like a, a bigger thing. Because yeah. we're, we're, we haven't touched like on all parts of the of 
the universe, essentially. That's true. But they're yeah. kind of setting it up where we're going to eventually, yeah. I think, see yes. like the full span of like the magic yeah. within the universe. So I hope we get there soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like gods. Uh, Nass no. in the chat. Another one. I wonder if librarians in the underworld can use magic. Maybe Penny can get some fairy dust and... Uh, F some fuck shit some up. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they swear on the they show, they fuck some the shit, shit up. Yeah, um, yeah. This, uh, what do we have? Oh yeah. So, Fillory, we get the little quick thing with the wombat combat. Which, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Tick is so precious. <laughs> yes, yes. We talked yes. about the other episode, and please tell us how that was of the how he's so genuine with the mansplaining. I th- I think he just takes things literally like yeah. that, yes. and I and I and I love that. And what's interesting to me is that. A lot of even the comedy that I did before the show, mm-hmm. because, you know, as it is in this world before mm-hmm. doing stuff with accents and stuff, mm-hmm. there's this, like, thing of not understanding the the, mm-hmm. the language, you mm-hmm. know, so you're, like, doing it and you're like, oh, and that's where the, the sort of mm-hmm. that humor came. And right now in Fillory, even though I'm doing, like, you know, I'm not doing accent, there's still this thing of this lack of, like, understanding exactly. of the world, yeah. right, that, that Elliot and Margot are from. So they use these words and then I... Use them back at yeah. them, and, then, and so that whole thing with them. I just thought, yeah, I mean, the writers are brilliant, yeah. and I, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's that kind of comedy that I think works really well. And it just, I don't know, I was, it's, it's been, it's been fun. To, oh yeah, the mansplaining line, I loved it because you're like, am I, I'm a man, and I'm explaining it, like yeah. literally, you're like, yeah, that yeah, makes that's, sense. That's yeah, <laughs> no, it makes sense. And it kind of, it's like, it's that's kind of the humor you would find more, I think. Mm-hmm. generationally often like if I use I can't even think, think of a I know I get caught off guard when people use new terms with me because I'm I'm not that old but I'm getting to a point where new terminology is like what are you talking about like oh SMH because I'm not really I'm not used to speaking in that oh, way and they agree. for the longest yeah. time I didn't know what that was yeah, yeah, I thought it was is it send me to shake my head oh, oh yeah. see, see, I still yeah. don't know what it is is it send me to hell yeah. is it, what is it no and so I thought it was like people going like <laughs> like like oh, okay. uh, I thought it was like a noise so the chat does not really trust Tick in terms Why? of do you think his uh, misunderstandings were was he playing you know the clueless of the words on purpose and uh, with the wombat, was that also on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think with, I'm going to answer this very broadly, like mm-hmm. also yeah. with the fairy queen. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think everybody has their, it, it's when you said she's not, you know, she's not evil. Mm-hmm. I think with every everything that's happening in the show, you can see both sides of the story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to answer that question. There is something of like the, you know at the at the end of the show, you realize when when Tick says that about what what was going on. Yeah. And what, mm-hmm. When I read it, I actually I, I you know I felt for for Tick. Yeah, right? like this is mm-hmm. a this is a hard thing to deal with. So there's you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, maybe he was a little bit smarter than everybody thought he was. <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> this point. <laughs> Originally, when the Pickwick family was introduced in season two, that they were considered like a royal family. I yes. thought they were too, so, yeah. Uh, it made, it, it makes sense for Tech to be like, yeah. pissed off at these people. And that was who, the thing. And then like, yeah. I think when I was here last time at the, uh, when we started season mm-hmm. two and, mm-hmm. and how I had read it when I, even when I went into the audition and they were, and, and, and what I, what I thought about this, because I knew 
they had said this is the character and even like right at the beginning of this season mm-hmm. tick was doing a lot like from the way that margo and mm-hmm. elliot were like you know like essentially almost like servitude you know mm-hmm. what they were yeah mm-hmm. and so you could see it sort of like if yeah. he was actually a royal person who was who was running this uh, mm-hmm. running Fillory and all of a sudden to be treated like that, he yeah. kind of was like, "I am done with this. Yeah. I am done with this." Yeah, because so. like he his position would be great as an advisor to help yes. them, but no, it was much more like <laughs> was, you're our personal yeah. assistant. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I feel for Tick too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, um, quick little side detour of learning more. Um, there's uh, oh well, no, sorry. Oh, a- yeah, ABK eighty eight. They said there was a parallel parallel to colonization, and that's something that I think. Yeah, I would agree that the show does a really good job of showing. That's what I was the word I was looking for. Parallels to like like the fairy enslavement to mm-hmm. you know, real life enslavement. And yeah. So the show does a really good job of having that kind of commentary that sometimes I think flies over people's heads, and yeah. then for other people, I'm like, oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about there. Oh, oh, I can catch that. And so I always appreciate that they they touch upon those those topics very subtly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I watched a couple episodes together, so if this was last, please forgive me. But uh the when Faye uh and <laughs> yeah. Julia are talking and they're kinda like mm-hmm. talking about slavery and mm-hmm. they and then Fen's just not really getting it. And mm-hmm. then she's like, don't you guys have that in Fillory? And then she's like, yeah, but this is different or something like that. And Julia kind of going, no, slavery anyway is bad. Like, mm-hmm. we need to not have this. So that one, it was more outright. Um, but, I, yeah, it's great that this show does parallels and does make it topics easy to understand because mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, cool, I get that. Um Sorry, quick side note. So, of learning more information, there's this uh, podcast we want to let you guys all know about. Uh, so, if you want to have fun, learn, grow in all areas of your life. So, see, we need to learn more. Pickwick could have helped them out in different ways, and they didn't didn't tap into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who do, we have a we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder Maria Menounos mm-hmm. and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life from health and wellness to career and relationships finances and more let our maria be the big sister you never had just go to itunes and subscribe to conversations with maria menounos for free and be sure to rate and comment and when you do let maria know it was us who sent you there so the magicians after show sent you there conversation with maria menounos podcast edition check it out it's on fridays so um she does lots of awesome podcasts. Oh. Ah, yes. That's where we are. <laughs> Elliot, Margo, and Tick. Uh, the Ways to Die. Was any of that improvised? <laughs> uh, I wish I could say it was. Okay. But the writers, as I said, I mean, there's no reason to improvise that. Yeah. When they've written the most <laughs> amazing stuff. And uh, there was, I remember shooting that scene and... Uh, you know, there's this delivery that Tick always, ever, doesn't matter what news he's giving, it's always, like, given it up, like, it's the he's worst so, news, and he's so positive. So happy, and yeah. I was doing that, and I think I got a note saying, you know what, we don't want to ruin what's ha- what's coming, so mm. maybe you can be kind of, um, you know, like, maybe this is a bad, and I said, I don't know, maybe that'll give it away, because Tick, mm. all, doesn't matter yeah. what it is, it's always, always that positive. thing, so I think mm-hmm. that they ended up mm-hmm. using the one where, where yeah. it's still like, you know, I have yeah. some, you're... You're free to, to choose, choose your, your yeah, death, right? Yeah. So, 
And I and I think I I mean I I love playing this character, and I love that the 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 fact that he's you know just. Well, he goes kind of a darker tone when he when they when they choose their death, and then it's like tonal shift. Yes, that's mm. when it's like bye, and Oop. see y'all later. <laughs> well, because yeah. I thought it was weird how Elliot and Margot were talking about it. Because then I'm like, so do they really not? buy into this at all and they're trying to make this some inside joke i'm like you guys are not taking this seriously that they you didn't think that they they thought it was that uh, yeah like elliot's like yeah we'll take this and like bet guess we made the right decision i'm like i think they thought that tick was still messing with them on their side okay and so Mm -hmm. it was something of like well yeah of course yeah Yeah. that's the the one that says eternal then let's do that and yeah and tick's gotten them out of stuff before the chicken box yeah (laughs) so he's he's and you know getting the (laughs) eye back and all that kind of stuff but yeah so, uh, yeah. Will in the chat, which we'll get to this, uh, we're about to get to that moment. So, this is funny because in Narnia, they always made it seem like little English children are entitled to run Narnia. Mm. Um, yeah, so th- we get to that later. Yeah, we'll just jump to that part. Uh, uh-huh. Where did it go? Oh, yes. So, then the last bit with Elliot, Margot, and Pick. Uh, so, clearly, he's not helping. I like the betrayal. Betrayal. Uh, I don't know if I was surprised, but I'm like, ah, it was I- a good twist. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people who were surprised on Twitter, and yeah. I got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually put on. Yeah. I think I tweeted. I said, uh, "I'm a little scared to go outside in public right now." Oh, no. People are like, "I want Tick Pickwick's head on a stick," oh, no. and I even oh. saw somebody right now. Right, I think it was Naz. Like, oh, no. your betrayal will not be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Oh no! Um, it makes sense though. It's not like oh yeah the the Pickwick family has been you know not like treated with kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not or respect really. or, or respect. yeah, anything. Like poor yep. Benedict's like dead now and in the underworld. And yeah, he wants his kingdom back alone. Um, <laughs> like, uh, oh, see, Brianna goes. I was, I was surprised. surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are really yeah, like, angry nice. over it now. Yeah. Well, kind of back to our earlier discussion of slavery. So then we also kind of essentially have colonization because it's like there's the thing when he's talking to the moon jack. The Munchak. Munchak. There we go. Everybody's like, You're like Summer. Say- oh my, Summer could not. I mean, yeah. there was like, oh, she could not say yeah. that in the name of that boat. It'd be like, I apologize, <laughs> boat. I'm sorry. And you're like, how do I? Yes. <laughs> I can see it. Yes. How do I say it? Yeah. Oh, Renji goes, I was more surprised thinking that for the boat betraying them than the ticks oh. betraying them. I didn't think for a second the boat was going to betray them. Mm. Like, I was like, mm, no, the boat's. Well, he was Quiet. mean to the boat first time we get introduced yeah. to the yes. boat. So, yeah. Tick, oh yeah, Tick yeah. that was saying that the boat the was like a couldn't ass figure out stitch. Ass stupid, <laughs> yeah, an the, asshole. The boat there was you an go. Ass that stitch. was so yeah. good. Yeah. That's that, another one of those things. Those was it Malaprops? Like the, mm-hmm. I, yeah. the this I love it in the show. It's just such a good the the, the writers with this. Is, so mm-hmm. is it hard for you not to laugh? When- it it's sometimes hard. That specific that day that we were at the boat. Yeah. There was so much other stuff going on. I don't remember, but I was in the Pacific. I was in the ocean. It's like you actually go in the water. I actually went in the water and it was freezing. We're in Vancouver. It's freezing cold. And I was like, hey, I'll just say your lines. I need to get out of this water. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. Just say your lines. Uh, Hale is the most amazing. He's so fun to act with. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, 
So there was other things going on that yeah, day. Yeah, Laughing yeah. was not happening. I was just like, get me out yeah. of this. Oh, man. No, I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah. gone boogie boarding in the Pacific <laughs> when I definitely should not have been going boogie boarding. And oh, I was like, oh, I can't feel my toes anymore. Yeah, wetsuits all the way. <laughs> like, yeah, Nehemiah says, Rizwan does a good job as Tick. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're so fun to watch on because the you. character yeah. is like... It's so funny that it is sad of like, oh no, but I, I don't feel, it's sad th- uh, that it's a betrayal, but you totally understand it. Because, yeah, then, so I was saying that uh, the colonization, because he gets to the line that was like, oh, the free fillery and make it of, for, and by Florians like us. Because yeah. it's this foreign rule, and it's like what it makes mm. you guys think you have the right to rule. And then also the line, too. Later that I was, I thought it was interesting the writers had it in because it's a later discussion, but Margo and Ellie are like, we're trying to make it better. And that's often the thought process of people going into an area and we're like, we're going to make it better. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those intentions probably are good and pure, but other times it is that superiority going in and then it's like, ooh, maybe not. I see this. That was my worry too. (laughs) Will we see Tick again this season? season? Well, you made it out of I can't answer like, that, I can't but say I, anything. I have to say that. Uh, I don't think it's What impossible. happens once you try to kill the the main two, the two main characters? Well, at least of the show. now we know. Like for for the magicians, there's no real death anymore because now mm. we can go into the underworld. So yeah, you, there's yeah. always that a chance is true. you can see yeah. a, a, yep. um, a character again, yeah. even if they die. Um, no, yeah, I think in in terms of of the coloni- colonization parallels, mm-hmm. it's. It's something where um, usually when when colonization happens, it's because the particular people that are being colonized have a certain good that the colonizers want. And so Mm -hmm. that's – I don't even think it's necessarily like, oh, we want to help you. That might be how we view it now. Oh, yeah, true, true. But it was often more of like – what did Fillory had that no other place had? It was like, well, but I th- it would be interesting magic. to know what you thought about Elliot and Margot. Like, do you think that they're out to get something from Fillory, or they're actually trying to help? like that's an, think, it is a different thing, right? Because yeah. then you have the other the other way, which is this, uh, which is also is this nationalization where you're yeah. like, we want everything to be Fillory, like like it's all like we want it to be back the way that it was. Yeah. So that's also problematic. So I wonder what you th- what you guys think in that political nature about what Elliot and Margot. I think it's something where it's like at a certain point. You don't. It's okay. So mm. uh, at a certain it. point, it's kind of like like with like Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. So mm. we are so far along in our American way of life that like holding certain type of of traditions for people. Like I think the way that we often treat like Native Americans is like reservations are or uh, uh, not res- yeah reservations mm-hmm. are um, a courtesy. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. they are actually sacred land that we yeah. have agreed not to touch, that are not even a part of America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. and so, um, and that's something that you kind of, after a while, I think when you are a part of a society that has been created by colonizers, that's for you, Black Panther friends, um, <laughs> like you end up kind of just assuming that that's just the way things are supposed to be and that's how everything's mm-hmm. supposed to go. And, and so it, it, you see that in countries where they've been under a type of, a colonial rule for so long that, that that's just how they assume the way yeah. of life is. Um, and people who come in who are from, like, if, if Earth is the colonizers of Fillory, mm-hmm. then Margot and Elliot are just going over that mindset, assuming that, well, this is just how things are and we're going to make things better because that's the whole yeah. point of us coming to Earth. And 
even their introduction of having uh, Martin as like the ruler and him turning bad, they're like, oh, okay, well, this place needs us. Yeah. Versus thinking, well, maybe they don't need you. Maybe they never needed you. And maybe they'd be better off without you. And so that's kind of like that mindset of, of you're into the habit of thinking that your way of life is right, that you don't consider that the, the way of life that the people had before you was right as well. So I th- Yeah, no, totally. Uh, I think Margot and Elliot, since they stayed too, went in because they love Fillory. Mm-hmm. But with the wanting the changes, maybe where they went astray of like wind up the the make it better. But the question is like, could they have actually helped Fillory on Fillory's terms, mm-hmm. or are they making it better or fixing it to more like from an Earth viewpoint, well, which the, we don't really get to see because they don't really get long enough to actually. Yeah, they, and they do don't really know enough about Fillory. Like they yeah, also like only real know, Fillory. Yeah, yeah, they also only, only know a Fillory from the point of view yeah. of. The books written by yeah. this man who was told by these English children of Earth what they thought of Fillory when they visited it. So at this point, nobody, it's like, just talk about Black Panther again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's like when, I mean, obviously Wakanda is a fictional uh, country in Africa. It's not an actual country. And obviously there are uh, countries in Africa that are built up. It's I think a lot of times when we when we think of Africa, especially outside of Africa, we think that oh, okay, well, it's a third world country and it's underdeveloped, and and that's not the case. Like there are full on cities in Africa, and there and are there's people, multiple there's countries. Multiple, well, there's multiple countries yeah. in Africa. Uh, yeah. Like well, because people are like Africa thing. is one thing, and you're like. No, and so there's African countries, and they yeah. have their cities within them, and and, and industrial industrialization and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But you know, sometimes I think people think, well, what would have happened if Africa had never been touched? Mm-hmm. Like there was already math and science created in Africa. There, there was already advancements in Africa yeah. that were stolen by the people who went in and colonized it. So mm-hmm. there, that's something that. It's kind of like, what would Philly have been, and especially being a land of magic, if mm-hmm. Earth had never touched it? South America, so. too. Yeah. Spanish well, invaders. pretty much. Yeah. Every place mm-hmm. on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, pretty much all the... Some Asian countries, though, are, um, were able to stay out of it Well, that's for a, a perfect while. example. Yeah. Well, because Japan was an island. Allowed to. You know, or was, is an island, sorry. And thing. they were able to keep people out for a long time because it's an island. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, did we answer your question? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what my question was. <laughs> well, so I'm going to just say yes. yes. I think that speaks to the show mm-hmm. of it's not just, yeah, Adrian going deep on magicians. Um, <laughs> well, you no, know. No, it's great because yeah, that's the, the show. show the show is that. not no. just yeah. like, ooh, like cutesy, wootsy, magic, fluff, you know. It's like, yeah. no, no, there's a lot of layers to this yeah. show. I mean, we've had different um, topics covered mm-hmm. on this show from everything. Oh, actually, that was a thing. We did, It's not really a big moment, but it stood out. Maybe it was on another episode. Um, but when Alice and Jade are talking, uh, Jade, Julia are talking mm-hmm. about uh, the magic leftover from N- Renard, and then she's like, "No, this is not magic. It's just when you've had like a trauma, it stays with you." And it's yeah. like, "Oh, that like that right there is a deep moment because you're like, oh, that's that's true for many people who've had any sort of trauma happen to them." Yeah, I think the way they touched on, and I talked about that earlier in the mm-hmm. season. I was like, I appreciate that w- when when Julia finally got Renard mm-hmm. versus 
being like, okay, and she's she's like, now he's gone, and his mother's taking care of it, mm-hmm. and whatever, it's done. They didn't just have her like be like, and I'm okay, because yeah. you see that a lot in TV shows where somebody goes through a traumatic event, and then pff, I yeah. said this like, and then after it happens, like after two or three episodes, they don't really talk about it again until like five years later when it happens to someone else, and they go, mm-hmm. well, you know, mm-hmm. this happened to me too, and we don't really see what people, what it's like for people to go through PTSD and yeah. how they recover from it. So using the the fact that she now has. I mean, it, she's got a double whammy because it was rape and then an abortion from yep. that rape and, and getting – now having to live with uh, essentially a part of uh, Reynard that was given to her um, by yeah. Persephone. It, that's kind of like what happens to rape victims where it's like, well, this part – there's a, a part of me that's been taken away that's now replaced with this thing and I have to live with it and I have to figure out how I go yeah. – on with my life with it. So, yeah. I appreciate those. Like, it's, it, you don't, I, it's easy to watch a show and just, like, not think about any of that. And and I appreciate that because some yeah. people don't want to think about it. I get it. And, but then also there's other people who are like, oh, but yeah, but this means this and this and yeah. this and this and this. Well, she builds upon that because yeah. then she has the, well, that's something I have to live with and it's going to take time. Yeah. It takes time. Like, Thank you. It's very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, speaking a little bit more uh, with Julia, when she is trying to help Sky um, and then testing out the powers. And mm-hmm. we get Julia, her glowing eyes, and is able to do magic without her hands. So as she said, she's leveled up. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting. And I our- mean, it's just, I don't yeah. I don't really play Dungeons and Dragons, but isn't this whole season like an entire yeah, Dungeons and Dragons? essentially, yeah. Like, it's a quest. <laughs> like they yeah. level up. Sara kind of says, stuff. yeah, I love when she said, I think she just leveled up. Wow. Yeah. Um, something with her too is she kind of points out though too with the magic, uh, she, when helping others is when she feels the best using it. Yeah. Which is kind of great because it, they talk about how much magic can affect you positively and negatively. So it's kind of cool that this magic in helping people is even better. It's like, like, well, like, well, it's God magic. So it can be used for... I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a Star Wars reference. It's like yeah. the Force. So if yeah. you use the Force correctly, yeah. then like you get to you get to have more power with it. If you don't use it correctly, then yes. eventually your son's going to come and kill you. Yeah. I mean, or you know, <laughs> yeah, almost kill you. Um, <laughs> do we think? Uh, yeah, the necklace that was pretty cool. Uh, with that Sky has a necklace. Does the I, I was I'm sorry mm-hmm. I didn't get to look it up, but does the fairy queen in Fillory have a necklace on? I didn't think no, she that's did. a it's just that a necklace, necklace is just like a chain. Yeah. So basically, well, it's very um, well, she battle was, royale. What she was carrying was um on her neck was Margot's eye for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think what, what Sky has is yeah. is is like a. a Basically, a, it's a battle royale caller. You if, go past the wrong spot, you're going to die. Yeah. So do the wrong thing, you're going to die. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's you know the dog collar that yes. zaps you um, to death. I think it's. Oh, um, did we? Uh, I mean, okay. So I know this is you know the books and everything, and I've heard a little bit more in advance to uh, talking uh, with them at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But do we think Julia is going the direction of being a demigoddess or a goddess? Or just a strong magician. Well, demigoddess, and well, she would have to be a demigoddess because she's yeah. part human. That's, and that's good point. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it, it, my thought on that was always that 
it seems like it's being set up <laughs> for her to be kind of. Uh, no, same. I always yeah. just assume that people are gonna like. She's gonna be like, you know, the good goddess, the good magician, and that uh-huh. they're kind of setting up Alice to kind of turn evil. Because oh. mm-hmm. I honestly think that's a, like the one thing the I like about Star away. Wars is mm-hmm. that they they kind of get like that's how. We mm-hmm. like to tell stories. People like rise up into the occasion to become good. Where, and up until like season beginning of season two or middle of mm-hmm. season two, Julia could have easily turned bad. Like mm-hmm. and they, they toyed with that of like taking away yeah. her shade and everything. And and up until middle of season two, Alice was just kind of like the goody goody and pure. And mm-hmm. so to kind of flip it and see them kind of toy with the darkness and the goodness within both of them. Yeah. I just assume that the show's going to end with like Julie and Alice going head to head, and everyone else like being in their in their wake. No? Yeah, we've we've said that. <laughs> no, we've said that before. We thought yeah. so too. I just think that'd be really cool because we want to see a showdown with them. Yeah, and you don't get to see women do that a lot yeah. on television, where it's like they have end up having all the power, and that's yeah. we talked about that. Um, like I, I was like, I haven't checked the YouTube comments because I'm like, people are gonna give me so much crap about this, but like how uh, it, this. So part of the story for uh, Q mm-hmm. is giving up some of his inherent inherent privilege. So oh yeah, he no, doesn't. He, he, there's mm-hmm. normally he would be the hero of the well, story. Well, he always kept thinking he was the chosen child exactly. to do this everything, he's, and you're like, calm down. Um, and people are like, he's bisexual. I'm like, okay, he's had bisexual moments, but I think for majority of his life, he lived this world mm-hmm. as a cis, straight gender. White man, here we go. Yeah. Someone's like, oh my fucking God. Um, no, yeah. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. I was just saying, like, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting, that's just an interesting thing to touch on. That yeah. This would have normally have been his story, and for the first 39 tries, it was his story. It was mm-hmm. him, like, taking on the beast. Yeah. And then that switch of giving it to Alice, and in the moment of kicking Julia out of uh, Breakbills, mm-hmm. it became a story about, like, these these two women, because the people who were affected the most in this particular uh, time loop were them. That's true. And so yeah. it's kind of most of interesting kind to see. Of been... Yeah, it's interesting to see that kind of uh, flip on that on mm-hmm. the script in that way. And so I, I, th- I think that's intentional. Who's mm-hmm. coming at me? Uh, okay. No, no, you're good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I appreciate that they kind of always... I know Quentin is sexually fluid, you guys. Okay, jeez Louise, I'm not going well, down this rabbit hole with you. We don't have enough examples to really solidify have, that yet. We have two moments of him with Elliot exclusively yeah. that we know of, and and so that's why I was like, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not going to give him the full bisexual yeah. card because yeah. a lot of people. I mean, hell, ask me yeah. ask me about some things that I did in yeah. college, okay? <laughs> and ask me some things now. <laughs> like it's kind of like, well, sure, I could be sexually fluid, or I could just be. You know those times. Yeah, those yeah. times. So that's something that I think is, and I hope they explore that more with Quentin. Quentin, I'm not saying that I don't want to see yeah. more of that. I'm just I saying see like more. the dynamics of of privilege that they they touch on is kind of it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Well, we've wanted more from some of the side characters, and we're getting a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, wrapping up the other thing with Josh, Alice, and Q mm-hmm. is we figure out that Todd has the key and that he technically is not Todd. He's a German demon that's a Traumesser. I wrote down like a Traum. It's like it, I thought it was like a ch- t- I thought it was a Charm. Mess- charm. Mess- 
thought it was with a T. Well, um, it's a German the demon. Knows the exact words. Let me get Sorry. my um, script. Yeah, one, you're one like, second. hold on. <laughs> no, no, I'll let you know. No, no. Tra- yeah, tra- trauma sir. Elliot sexual. I like yeah. that. He's Elliot sexual. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> um, exactly. Um, but I thought that was a cool little demon reveal at the end. And question with that, because he, the demon says, uh, which I like the look of that actor. He he goes, he said you would come, but we don't know who that he is. Do you have any theories? I assume it's the, the Magnificent Cock. Um, ah, okay. Episode one. I would assume he's part of it. Sure. He, he put them on the journey. Yeah. So I would, this, this, everyone knows like something about, it's kind of like with the first season where we had, um, uh, we had oh. the Dean and yeah. the Chapman, the Chapman girl. What's yeah. Jewel, what, uh, Jane. Uh, Jane. Mm-hmm. Constantly talking about things like they knew more than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do they keep sounding like they know what's going on, even though they're not supposed to? And I kind of get that feeling from, like, just from the cock at the beginning of, yeah. of, the epi- of the season and then also from the librarians because they knew about the quest of the Seven Keys. Yeah. And that's what they wanted from Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, real quick. Charlie in chat. Thank you. Traumesser means dream eater. Traumesser. Traumesser. Okay. It's certainly It's my charm. bad American like, trying to say mm-hmm. German accent. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, I, I like the theory that it's the cock, mm-hmm. but I was kind of thinking it might be something else. I don't really know, but it made me very curious. So yeah. what do you all think? Leave comments yeah. down below. Who is the he that the Could demon also talks be the about? Beast. That would... I don't think it's a beast. I hope not. I but... thought it was maybe um, some other god mm-hmm. that we haven't seen, some other big power play. Are you sitting there smiling because you not know? Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm like, not like, oh my god, so good. I'm like reading. It's so funny. You know, yes. it could be a titan, it could be Zeus. Let's go all <laughs> yes. the great gods. Um, <laughs> and then the, the last little thing that happens is they all have to unify together, and so they do the song Under Pressure, which was so fun to watch. Yeah. And it's like, yay, all of them coming together. I like that they talked about the fact that we hadn't seen Josh. And uh, Oh, that's so great. You ignored him. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't occur to me until this episode that I was like, wait, when is the last time we saw Josh? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That's, it's kind of funny because just as an I thought the Bacchus member, party was the last time we saw him. It was. Yeah. And that was what, episode two? That was a while ago. Episode three? Yep. So. Um, th- it is a good example of, you know, those friends you have and then they're just like, oh, yeah, we've been busy. <laughs> so it's. Yeah. I, I like them all coming together because we've all talked Those about friends get what the cool yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't no friend. And yeah, Josh is such a nice, great character, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, so but that happens oh, in yeah. life, and so, so I like that they address that. What was it? What is it like working with? I blanking on the char- the the man who plays Josh, but Trevor Einhorn. Trevor, yes. He's so funny. Because you guys had a so whole we had track a last uh, last season. Last season. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. get to work with him this season. Really, mm-hmm. he's so funny. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I just worked with him that one episode that... When uh, we all got high together. Yeah, when we showered yeah, <laughs> And ben, me, Benedict, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. and him. He's, the, the thing with the... It's the whole cast. It's just such a... It's such a... I, I still like myself. There's great, such a great cast. And also, mm-hmm. I mean... And Marley Matlin's in the show. She's an Oscar winner. I, I keep saying, I'm like, there's an Oscar winner on the show. And yeah. So, yeah, there's That's like crazy. cool people. Uh, I realize we didn't talk much about Penny because Penny was not really in this episode mm. as much. Um, yeah. Stuck at the library, but yeah. we need to, I want to see where that I goes. Love, he's so, I love he's him. great. Yeah. yeah. We, we've okay, talked about I want to work, I've, I've done, I think I've, we've, ex- 
one, yeah. exchange one line. That's what really? we've done in the entire like show. He's like just when he was in. when that day, right when he died, and he came to mm-hmm. Villary, and mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's not dead already." I thought he was already dead. Yeah, yeah. that was the only thing <laughs> in the same room that we had. Any other fun stories you can share from this season? Because we're pretty um, much at the end of wrapping up the episode. Any fun stuff? Fun stuff. Well, that somebody you can asked. Share. So, well, somebody asked if I'm. Uh, I think I can share that I am going to be back. That wasn't my last episode. Somebody asked, "Will you be yeah, back? Yeah. You will see me this well, season." Well, IMDb, so. they can go look. <laughs> they can go see. I don't know if it's even yeah. there, but I will be back this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yes, I. I don't know. I. I don't want to get in trouble, but there is yeah, some really like fun stuff and some really like. Yeah. Important, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you're mm-hmm. saying uh, and what you guys were talking about and the how it parallels to the political situation. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm, I'm so excited about it because I, because Tick, I, you know, last season I was, I was there, but this season I feel like you're I got it. to do yeah. a whole bunch of fun stuff, including falling in, in jumping into the ocean yeah. and falling off of a ship. What was you your know. favorite scene? My favorite scene Unless the, it hasn't happened yet, yeah. Well, true. from what uh, what from yeah. what what has happened is actually the scene where I got to you know turn this episode. Mm, yeah, it just was something that because it was just I, I feel like I was waiting to happen, and yeah. then I got to do it, and it was and it's, the way that they even did it with the boat and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. I just I really loved it. It's I always really fun to it. turn evil. I think for yeah. for actors, if you've been playing a character up to a certain point, and you finally get to be like ulterior motive. <laughs> Also, I like the the mansplaining, the mansplaining scene. I now have it in my demo reel because it's just so, <laughs> yeah, like it's oh, like the funny. first scene because it's yeah. such a like it's such a fun scene and like when you know it's yes. like to see it's just, I think we talk about it at least once. <laughs> like, we always bring up a reason to bring That's up like, the mansplaining. Yes. Or we're saying you can woman explain it to me. Yeah. Yes. You. Oh, yeah. and even in that episode, I think she's like. There's so many things like. Uh, I think she says ovary uptick, which I think is a really funny, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's like that's what Margo would say. To yeah. Over, yeah. And t- takes it like that's, that's, that's goes, what okay. It okay, I will do that. Guys, go home and Google how ovaries work. They're amazing. <laughs> Just real talk. Um, but yeah, no, I think. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see tech. And so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so much fun. And um, we're happy to see more of your characters. Yeah. This, season, yeah. this character's just, it, Adorable of the the yeah the genuine <laughs> honesty like yeah. Ty Ty's talked about it of just like you can't dislike him even though he says some horrible things because you're like pretty he's just yeah and I, and you know what I said and <laughs> what I love about it is that now sort of? it's like there was worry right like oh my, what happens mm-hmm. now like I said yeah. but now that he's done this but that's what I'm excited about now because now yeah. what what mm-hmm. actually does happen now yeah. with yeah. him. Maybe not even at this season, but like next season. What yeah. happens with him? Because now he's he can't he's you can't, he can't do that, that anymore. You can't. Mm-mm. You've done it. You yeah. can't take it back. So now what happens? Yeah. That's yeah. what. I mean, you said the fun's gonna death, start now. You didn't kill them. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a it's like a whole other like layer and journey for the character, which I always yeah. appreciate when we get to. I think the show does a really good job of letting characters grow and change. Yeah, um, it's not like. It's not like like friends where mm-hmm. basically the only person who changed was really Joey who got dumber for some <laughs> yeah. reason, from season one to yeah. season ten. So it's nice to see that people have levels. <laughs> That's my and favorite thing about multicam. It's yeah, like the dumb characters just become not functional human. Like, like I think of then, Chrissy Snow, yeah. how she was in the. Anyway, that's yeah, a whole. Yeah, no. Can we do yeah, another no. like podcast about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Um, <laughs> any other uh, funny behind the scenes moments you want to share, or 
anything like that that was fun to do on this season compared to last season? Um, you know, as I said, with the behind the scenes stuff with the with the the whole. Uh, you know, jumping into the mm-hmm. to the ocean. That was that was kind of crazy stuff with uh, me and Hale. Mm-hmm. God, let me think. There was. Is he that much taller? He is so I know he's tall. Because in that scene tall. where you're and like, I'm very the, short. The, like... I don't know. If people can tell, but I'm very short, and he's very tall. <laughs> so, uh, um, and so, um, you know, and so are, so is me and Summer are very short, yeah. and we have uh, we have Hale. Um, I walked past him once, like on the street, and I was like, "Wow, he's yeah, tall. yeah." I didn't say anything because I don't want to be like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> like, do you watch uh, his podcast? Behind the, behind Listen to his podcast? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I uh, if well, if I think of something, I will. Yeah, okay. Send you. And um, anything you're working on right now? Because I mean, magicians has wrapped, but yes. anything you can share? What uh, you're working on right now? I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to share it, but I the uh, a new show with Rob Riggle. Cool. Oh, okay. For cool. Crackle. That's yeah, what I'm cool, doing. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So Great. it should be out soon, and it's fun. That'll be so, fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us in the chat. I was just, like, scrolling through yeah. real quick. And thank you so much for joining thank us and talking about... Thank you for having me. Yeah. I hope I wasn't so, like, no, now no. reading this monitor and then, like, <laughs> not answering things because I didn't want to get in trouble. But. No, <laughs> it's, it's ha- it it's, is hard of, like, yeah. you don't want to get ahead of yourself. And then it's like, you have to... <laughs> we've totally teased our guests of, like, the poker face you need to have of it's the like, questions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the looking down, the... Yeah. <laughs> or drinking stuff that yeah. was finished like so long ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pretend like I'm yeah. it's it's nice. You're doing your own meme. It's like, hmm, yes. Yeah. No, it's well, fine. Great. Thank you uh, Thank so you. much for watching everybody and joining us in the live chat. And if you didn't watch this live, no worries at all. Please comment down below your thoughts on the episode and uh, any of the things we talked about. <laughs> and again, thanks you so much for joining I'm us. Still reading. I'm still reading. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's <laughs> making me laugh. Uh, yes. And so, Adrian, where can people find uh, you, you online? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. It's M-S-E-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And then where can they find you online? Uh, Instagram at Rizwan Manji, R-I-Z-W-A-N-M-A-N-J-I, and at Riz underscore Manji, M-A-N-J-I, on Twitter. Yay! And uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Thank you so much for joining us for the Magicians After Show. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 